Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Zite gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 270, episode 5 of Der Daily's AKS, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's warm, it's balmy mm-hmm. in here. Bit. It's Friday, January 13th. Also, it smells like garbage. Friday, January 13th, 2023. It's Friday the 13th. Yeah. Holy shit. This one snuck up on me. What do you M- mean? Much like Jason. Do you I always, know, I you always keep track? I, I usually like know when a Friday the 13th is coming. Get get down in an athletic stance in yeah. case uh, something unfortunate happens. How many do you do you ever avoid flying on Friday the 13th? I have never once made a flying decision based on Friday yeah. the 13th. In fact, one but time I also don't fly off. We flew on 9/11, I think, out of Atlanta that one time. Yeah, on purpose. That was cool. That's right. Yeah. Everything's yeah. Cool. Anyway, but if if that's not the only thing don't on your let mind. Them win, Miles. Also, it's National Peach Melba Day, if you like that dessert. National Blame Someone Else Day. Okay, that, that's pretty good for our American culture. Uh, let's see, National Sticker Day, National Rubber Ducky Day. And shout out to all my Korean Americans, because it's your day, y'all. Korean American Day. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, man. This shout really out to your little kids. Snuck up on me. I need, to, I need to take my kids out. Yeah. Live it up. I just signed my six-year-old up for a after-school K-pop class where okay. they're going to, like, learn the culture of K-pop, like, oh, learn some of the dances. I my Korean hat. I got yeah. a hat that has hangul on it that says, hold me now. That means flower boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Most aggressively Ooh. mediocre potato dish in existence and therefore they named it for me like, you know what else is mediocre anyways i'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host mr miles straight from the slums of amc gutan corn strikes again the rizza the jizza oil greasy pantser inspect the bucket <laughs> ray corn the chef ghoul god 
Grease Face Killer and B-U-T-T-E-R, man. B-U-T-T-E-R, man. Hey, you get off my corn. Okay, shout out to who is this on the Discord? You really came with that was Andrew Bub on the fucking Discord. You know, look. You, you got it. You got us with you, that. If you do some 36 chambers, oil, intro, you got it. What was it? Oil dirty. Oil, oil greasy pantsterd. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm joining Ray the Discord. Raycorn the chef. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm God. Discord on the strength of that. That's so good. Wow. You guys are forcing Jack to learn a I new fucking yeah. platform. Wow. Y'all did it. Shout out to Andrew, man. You Look, you inspired him. Good for you. Well done. Well done. There's a lot of good ones for you in there, too, man. And a lot All of people, right. they usually, they know you're not on Discord, so they do transfer them over when it's a, it's a heater, but. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to say, they they know you're not on Discord, so they do talk wild shit about you. Oh, yeah. The- all of us. All of us. <laughs> it's it's, but it's, it's all love. It's all love. You yeah, know, it's yeah. a Discord. It's all there for communication. All right. Well, Miles, mm-hmm. enough, enough chit chat. We're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of our favorite guests on the Daily Zeitgeist, a very funny comedian who's written for yeah. Good Mythical Morning, Crack yeah. Reductress, Brock Meyer. Bum, you can bum, hear her bum. on her podcast. You can tell me anything where people admit to things like being a secret smoker for a decade, which is, that shit's just wild. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome the brilliant, the talented, Teresa Lee! Teresa! I'm in unit 20 on the app. I've got a 170-day streak. I could say that I'm tired and ask if you're hungry. And every day I add a little more Spanish to my vocabulary. I'm talking D-U-O lingo, lingo, D-U-O lingo, lingo. Okay, one thing about me, I learned Spanish on Duolingo. I got a 178 streak, and I'm not trying to hide it. Oh. Wow. wow. I didn't that last part. I wrote that in the five seconds right before this. Wow. So that's, that's a Duolingo goat, a.k.a. right there. Yeah. <laughs> How many days are on that? 178, you said? 170. 170. There's a couple streak squeezes in there, you know, but uh, I'm not, you know, I'm going to take the, the, the W, you know. Right, right, right. So that's wow. 178 days of, like, doing a lesson. Every day? Every day, that... yeah. At least like five minutes. Okay. My homegirl said she was doing it. She was doing French or something for like a year. And then she's like, I only got through two, like two modules or something like that. Oh, it really? was something oh, wild. No. But she's like, but because she, I think incrementally did it. She's like, I'm pretty solid on everything from those first two. So she's like, I'm not yeah. shook if I have to do a little bit of French. I was like, oh, well, that's, that's kind of good. Yeah. It could go really slow if you don't. Once I started actually trying to do it every day and maintain a streak, I, I, I got a little more flow. Damn, okay, see, let's see of- how good you are. Donde esta el biblioteca? Esta, no esta aquí, no esta. Okay, there you go. See? There it is. <laughs> you know it works, folks. <laughs> you know who I see all the time on it? Because it'll just like randomly tell you vague acquaintances or friends you know, but like you don't talk to them on it. But like yeah. super producer Anna she is always Man. being matched up with me. Like, hey, you guys compete this month. And then she's always like, way more and then i'm like <laughs> like 10 percent complete like friend challenge completed it's like 90 percent by anna and then 10 yeah. percent by me and like one yeah, of the most productive sorry. humans i'm so sorry time. anna yeah i have a yeah. i have i have a question for you in spanish traiga yeah. todos los dinero conmigo um uh, no dinero <laughs> okay i'm just making sure that's what i used to say when i would do hand-to-hands in the mall parking lot you know what uh, I mean? You got to be bilingual. You got the money on you? Okay, here we uh, go. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no tengo dinero. Tengo que uh, trabajar. 
Oh, okay, para, okay. I like para that. Dinero. Oh, oh, okay. That's that's mm-hmm. that's honorable. Mm-hmm. Honorable. Yeah. The um, gamification. I did, wait, thing? I want to say because Jack, you mentioned the K-pop thing, and I didn't want to interrupt, but oh, yeah. um, that is not a Korean parent thing because Korean parents would be like, "No, nah, you stop dancing. Like, go study." So it's like basically <laughs> you're actually doing white culture when you put your kids in K-pop. when you support their yes, when you yeah. support when their, you support their dreams, yeah. dance careers. That yeah. is that's not some Asian stuff. They're like, "What's yeah. that going to get you?" <laughs> What's that gonna? What college is that gonna? What K? What uh, Harvard has a K-pop program now? Kumon is Monday afternoon. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You back. You back. You back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have an email. Like I found an email when I was clearing out my emails in college when I asked my mom if I could take improv, but I said like I want to take classes at UCB, and she responded, "Oh, Berkeley? that's great, like Berkeley," and I was like, yeah. "No, <laughs> sure." <laughs> no. That's exactly what my fucking mom said too. I fucking, when I left, when I left lobbying and I was like, yo, I'm getting into comedy and I'm like, you know, I'm really realizing too, I really need to get into, like, I really need to study and get my skills up and I'm going to actually start taking classes at UCB. And she's like, grad school at Berkeley? (laughs) And I was like, she's like, thank you, God, my prayers are in. It got wobbly. Like in college, I was doing improv and she was like, all right, well, at least he's in college. And then like the, then the fucking economy was vaporized. So they she kind of took it easy because like man ain't nobody got a fucking mm. job right now and then when i got into lobbying she was like yes yes go on honey barack obama and all that like you're part of this thing now and when i left she was like you see berkeley <laughs> 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 improv <laughs> let's go with that yeah yeah you yeah, 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 see yeah, berkeley yeah. let's go with that <laughs> amazing well Teresa, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today we are going to talk about Joe Biden's continued sloppiness with the classified documents. Just <laughs> not great, Joe, would be my summary of that. That's, that's yeah, where like, we're at. I mean, like, when's Obama? When are we going to hear about Obama also has it? Like, every, it sounds like, does everybody, is everybody sloppy with these top secret papers? I don't, I guess so. Seems like it. Or at least maybe we just shouldn't have people over the age of 80 working in the most important job. Oh, it's wild. They're still doing papers, too, I feel like. Right. Well, that was the thing we learned with Hillary Clinton, right? That she like she got in trouble because she would just make everybody print up every email that got (laughs) sent to her on paper. She's like, Huma, print, print my emails out. All of them. All it is hard them. to like keep track. Like I have a bag of stuff I need to shred that just because it's like, you know, things with banks and health and, and I'm like, I can't throw it away, but I don't, it goes for years. It's just built up. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of understand how you've got a very busy job, like running the, the country. Yeah. You might, you might move some papers. I don't know. So yeah. what if I kept a <laughs> list of CIA assets abroad? Okay. Right. Sue me. <laughs> Yeah, in Mission Impossible, like the burn list is the knock list. Was it the knock list? list. That's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) And and you don't want to burn the assets on the knock list. Uh And it's like this super well locked up thing. They're like, it actually, you have to go through this underwater vault that it like electrocutes anything that is touching it every 15 seconds. And in reality, it's in Joe Biden's. Yeah, it's just like in a drawer, garage. like behind. Yeah, behind it's next bills. to his vet that he never built, <laughs> built out <laughs> like he said he was going to. Yeah, uh, uh, 
and a bunch of Ethernet cables. They're like, what do you say? Weird loose Ethernet cables. Like first generation USBs that don't work anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was pasta. I can fit a whole five, whole fi- whole five <laughs> megabytes on this thing. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I'm not kidding. I'm serious. Okay. Oh. We get it. <laughs> Good impression. Thanks. That's that really is the thing he says uh, the most often. Uh, we're going to check in with Effective Altruism and continue to find out that it is a racist shit show in in there. No way. We're no. going to see how the mainstream media is covering the storms in California. Presumably, you know, people are like, wait, why is this happening? Why, why does so this bad? keep happening? Why did this like happen in Germany earlier last year and now it's happening in California and all these places that we're not used to seeing this shit happen and the mainstream media is dutifully shutting the fuck up about any connection mm. to no idea how this could have happened yeah it's all the gay people <laughs> probably those, yeah, gotta those, be right those story those story times god's mad hbo max prices are going up we're gonna tell Jesus. you that and also just talk about that whole model the introdu- introductory market rate model that as miles explained to me it is called but this feels like there's just it's the new world we live in where they bombard you with so much shit that you don't they're just gouging us now yeah because they're they're all in the red they're all in the red yeah. like that's a big part of it too because they the whole part of the streaming wars was everybody trying to be a you know be a usurper to the netflix throne but yeah. to do that requires a tremendous outlay of cash and that's why people that's why you see all this fucking back and forth breakneck cancellations green light shit all the time and didn't they like a lot of places like merge or like got, get rid of their staff? It's like oh, just yeah, a robot like, oh, running yeah. half of these now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because like their whole model of like we just burn cash and like try and get the most consumers only worked because money, like because of interest rates, like cash was basically free for a long time, especially mm-hmm. to like massive companies like that. And then like when it stopped being free in the past couple of years, their this genius strategy just stopped working out so well for them and now they're like oh no oh we have we to got a triple crisis <laughs> the laws of physics apply to our business now <laughs> anyways all of that plenty more but first teresa we like to ask our guest what is something from your search history Ooh, okay this is uh I, this is gonna make me sound super old but i searched is contouring still cool? Because I decided 2023, I'm going to do, I, I wanted to do the makeups. Okay, doing the makeups. Do the things. Mm-hmm. I, so I've, I've been a light ago and it's gotten a lot worse in the last couple of years. And I, and I say this like, no shame. I'm pr- like happy to wear no makeup. But it's right. like, like, I go back and forth between like, should I get two foundations or one? And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should learn more about how to do my face because uh-huh. i really just buy one and then slather it on and that's it and you know fortunately in the past it's worked out because i have okay skin right but now tiktok has all these trends and i'm so confused <laughs> what, what you're supposed to do i went to sephora there's so many products like i just was like i just want one that's lighter and one that's darker and they're like well there's like highlighter luminescence gloss right anyways i did buy um i bought myself my first ever concealer Okay. And bronzer or uh, contour stick is what they call it. I've, I honestly, I felt like a teenage girl buying her first bra or, you know, like right. <laughs> dollar thong at Charlotte Roost. Right. Just like, like looking ah, at it, you're like, wow. I can't wait to yeah. 
try this on? Yeah. <laughs> the drive home, you're just looking at it out of the bag. Uh-huh. Yep, I, I was going to put it on that night. I was like, maybe I should just play around with it. But then now it was right. like 10 p.m. And I was like, that's dumb. I don't want to yeah. do that. Wait, so, I mean, is... It, Con is is contouring just something else now, or is that just not a thing anymore? And they can make makeup world like that's some like is that just seen as like prehistoric shit makeup techniques? Yeah, it's kind of like it's still done, but it's not like trendy. Like now, there's all these new trends like TikTok. They they do stuff like what are they called? There's the W blush where it's like you draw a W on your face and then you like blend it, and it looks like you're you went on the slopes and you burned your face, and that's the trend. Oh that's yeah, just, I see people okay. like that all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, motherfucker, you was you looking straight into a laser all day or some shit? <laughs> no, it's the trend. So like no, there's is still there, but it's not I'm sorry. It's like I not s- the thing. I see people that are concerning me. Oh. I'm like, oh, Shorty got an eye irritation. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh, and then I see multiple people I'm like, oh, that's just the wave right now. But yeah. I, that's me also. There's a button nose man. too. There's one where you're supposed to make it look like your nose just like popping out. I think like Bella Porch made nose? it popular. Like a button nose, literally like like a little white dot, and it, you look like a doll. It, it's not. I don't like it, but no, wow. I, I guess it's cute. I yeah. don't know. I mean, you do you, Gen Z, or whatever the next, yeah, whatever obviously. they now, whatever the next generation is called. Yeah. Is contouring like making it seem like you're you have lines in different places on your fit? Like it's you're like I'm going to illusion of definition, like you know, like on your cheek, you know, get your cheekbones look popping and shit like. It is wow. very cool to watch someone do it in a, like a video because yeah. they draw these lines and it looks like insane, and then yeah. they blend it and you're like, "Whoa, where to go?" But it right. sometimes looks like the same as before, and so you're like, "I mean, it looks slightly better, but the whole thing is looks like you're not wearing makeup." So I never wanted to touch it because it looked like too much to learn, and now right. I am of the age where I have to start covering things up anyway. So I was like, "Why don't I nah. learn a skill?" Yeah, yeah, that's how I learned. I, I contour my abs. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's my. Her next, Majesty, my next. like we, she's done really good with the air with the airbrush. That should look. Y'all see in the summer. That's what they did summer. with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's abs from uh, Fight Club were painted on. Those did really? not exist. Yeah, those were contoured. And look oh how many motherfuckers God. fell for that one. Yeah, I mean, that's how I'm trying to look, dude. Like fucking Tyler Durden, bro. Like I'm, yeah. I'm on that shit, dude. Like lean and mean. Uh, uh, that just gave me a flashback to like when it was. I was in middle school at summer camp drawing fake cleavage line. Because you know when you're like a kid, you think... Yeah. <laughs> right. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you think the line, like before you understand that... What is going on? Like the line because it's connected to boobies. Yeah. You're like, people love a line. The booby line. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be like, oh, let me draw a little line on my chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, They're like, no. did you have open heart surgery? Like, I oh, did, no. <laughs> yeah. I actually did have open heart surgery, though. <laughs> Oh, you did? <laughs> even weirder. Yeah. But it, yeah. Anyways, I, I thought you were saying that because you knew. And then I realized. It was no, close, no. I just thought I of like a line that surgery, someone yeah. would just say like, oh, you put that line on your chest. I'm not familiar with what, yeah. what, what's going on there. No, no, what, no. What? No, the surgery scar is like white. It's like lighter. But uh, right, right, you, you right. got to draw a dark, crisp line. Yeah, so it yeah, looks yeah, like anime. So they know the cleavage right. is popping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder, has a, has a comic book movie villain ever been like the contour? Somebody who completely changes their 
appearance ah. based on their makeup skills. That all that feels like it would end up trending into some homophobic shit, though. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, for yeah, sure. The makeup guy who can be yeah. anyone. <laughs> like, it feels right. like some Ben Shapiro movie that's about to come out. Yeah, they're yeah. like shape shifting, but yeah, that's interesting because it is the idea of for uh, changing your look is yeah. fun. But if I agree, it would get a little okay. How about a superhero who can mm. do that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you could just Go. delight people with new looks. You know, it's like, yeah. aha, a new look. Oh, yeah, that would be dope, too, because you'd be in a bind, and they're like, shit, man, they got his corner. They're like, get your makeup bag out. Uh-huh. And y'all now look like a bunch of different people coming out the building. They're like, exactly. yeah, the robbers are in there. Yeah. Isn't that Mission Impossible's whole thing, though, that they just do stuff? But they just have a That mask, was, like, lazy. Is... They had, yeah, they just put on yeah. a fucking hood that was just, like, mask. in that, yeah. like, voice like changer face. box. Yeah, that shit. Come on now. Have it? Have they been doing masks in the past couple ones? I've I've seen them, but they the only thing I remember is the sustained feeling that Tom Cruise was trying to kill himself in front of me, like in, <laughs> in creative ways. I feel like yeah, I I, I remember like one of the last ones I saw because I had a few had passed, and I saw I'm like, oh, they're still on that rip your face off shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I know and, they did it in Ghost Protocol, but yeah. it was but it actually like the technology fucked up. And so they oh, have to that's like, right. figure yeah, something else yeah. out. Yeah. But it's funny how like you don't think that like it's clearly when they do it, like they'll just have the actual actor that they're portraying uh-huh. be that person. But then suddenly like their build changes when they take the mask off. They're like, yeah. oh, you're that helps <laughs> what did you rot in your shoulders. Like you said they have so- the actor? No, it's not like, yeah, like, they're not really doing the mask. So you know what I'm saying? Like, what? No, he's been no, on stop, 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 <laughs> stop, 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 stop with this man. Somebody what come the get him. What fuck are you talking about? I'm calling Somebody your nurse. Somebody come get him. Some guy. Acting like he doesn't understand. <laughs> what uh, possible? <laughs> Teresa, what is something you think is overrated? <laughs> He's acting like a uh, boomer. Somebody <laughs> come get him. Okay, I don't know if this you guys have seen these ads on your Instagram, but I overrated using trauma for clout. Like I get so much Instagram and TikTok ads that are like beyond like. First, it was like, get therapy online. It's like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And now I literally had an ad that was, it looked like a like a TikTok that had a comment on it. So you know when people share a comment? But this oh, is the yeah, ad. Yeah. The comment said, uh, only people with trauma responses can solve it. And it was like some thing oh. where you have to like solve. But I'm like, what? Like, oh my God. I don't understand the, the like, did a robot write this? Because I could see if a robot wrote it because they are just going like, people click on trauma because they want to fix it right right. and then they're like they're engaging please push the trauma but it's so strange yeah. like i get a lot of these that's the weirdest one but there's a lot like do you may have adhd or like use this notebook and it's all like kind of exclamation point stars like this is trauma trauma response you could be in the trauma right. club are you a tra- <laughs> trauma survivor and you're like yeah. what like oh why, yeah why pick me it? pick me yeah I do. it's like why are you trying to make it cool like it's so yeah. i don't know it, it's really weird it gives me weird vibes there's a, there, I mean, the amount of like diet self diagnosing that you can do on TikTok is absurd. Like, yeah, if, if you're young and impressionable and you, you get enough that wormhole, like you would be convinced. Of, I can't believe they're actually using that as marketing, though. You know what I mean? Like, I get that the content was really popular and people were trying to, like, learn more about themselves. And I get the appeal of something like that. It yeah it is it, it, like with so many things on there it's you're starting to see like the more yeah. insidious nature of it especially when it's like cynically yeah. just using it to market you're just like well well that's marketing though 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because yeah, I'm like the at. whole idea of connecting people to understand each other is great, mm-hmm. but you can tell there's money behind the right. influencers and the brands now because of these kinds of ads. And you're like, okay, there's what's like the clearly the goal of this is just to sell something. Like it's right. not yeah. to help you. <laughs> like, nah, you may nah, have nah. trauma. Try to solve this puzzle. And it's like, right. <laughs> you may have trauma. You'll love this mobile game where you're a band of three <laughs> bikers fighting 7,000 zombies. Uh-huh. Like, Only what? trauma survivors can solve it is yeah. so wild. Yeah, I remember when I was re- when I was really young, like one of the first kind of fantasies I, I remember having was like finding out that I had like some condition that made my life harder than everyone uh-huh. else. And like that, that is... I would like find out and people would be like, whoa, it, like he's in constant pain or like, you know, like some something like his That's, pain yeah. hurts twice as bad as everyone else's. And I always thought that was so weird. And uh-huh. now it feels like it's like what everyone is going through is that we, we're all just like, I want to learn that like my baseline is like harder right, to deal right, with right. than everyone else's. Well, we all and, want the magic like, oh, this helps and saves everything. But yeah, I mean, to some degree, like there are you know, like getting help yeah. can sometimes, like I remember when I first got on meds, it was like, oh, I felt like I was like swimming underwater. Now the atmosphere is different. But yes, mm-hmm. for sure. But like what you're saying, yeah, I, I mean, that that's like some young people. That stuff. could be a yeah. sign, but it's definitely not something you should be like, I can't wait to find <laughs> out my super trauma. Like it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. it's become a superpower now. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's some kid would be like, your life's easy. You're white, Jack. You're like, no. What? And then no. you're like, please, God, tell me I feel pain twice as bad as the other people to <laughs> exactly. offset this whole thing. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> this is my fantasy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm not a person of color, but I feel pain three times as bad. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, he's cool, he's cool. He's cool, he's cool. He's, he's all right. uh, what, what is something you think is underrated, Teresa? I'm going to go... Real basic organizing bins. Uh, I moved in with my boyfriend recently and into like hey, where he already lives. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. But I've been good like, things, good times. I, I, it, it's great, but yeah. you know, I, this is probably something guys who have been through this will relate to. I think because I think that it's more common than I realize. I move things around constantly because we didn't move in together, so I'm like shuffling things around. I started getting bins to put things that are out, like oh, floss, pens. Now everything's in bins, but it's still like around because I'm not trying to. <laughs> so now, like his friends will come over and be like, "Ah, oh, I see. There's more bins around. Like, it's, <laughs> like oh. just like all the loose items that were out and about are now in bins." But I right. love it, and I think that it doesn't distract from his flow. To yeah. like, what do you mean by? A... Do you mind showing me? Like, yeah. so w- w- give me an example uh, of something okay, well, that was like out in like, Yeah, and then yeah. there's. There's a, well, I wish I can't grab it now, but these bright room clear ones, if you Target sells them, they're great. Uh, you can stack them, like buy our, where so we, you're just like, organ- coffee. It's not like you're filling up like Rubbermaid storage containers. No, no. You're like, yeah, man, but there's all everywhere. this stuff. They're, very they're everywhere. <laughs> they're in the bathroom. They're in the kitchen. It's like that. What is that ludicrous song? Like, uh. In the car, in the bathroom. Oh, oh yeah, the sauna, <laughs> the jacuzzi, those... in the backseat at the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. You can push yeah, me and just pull me. Back. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to but me yeah, now. Yeah, I got to recommend. I can't, I can't recommend any more of these clear bins because they stack. You could put like coffee pods, tea, chocolate, every like. Yeah. No, clear. that's true. They're nice. I, I've never. It's funny. I gr- so you probably seen this. 
I feel like Asian people will use like Tupperware too as yes. like container storage things. Like on yeah. the no desk. Like I grew up at all. Yo, I remember my mom, she would like like I'd be in like sixth grade. She's like, your room's a mess. It's like I organized it. But just put all my pens like in a fucking Tupperware <laughs> and other yeah. shit like that. In a yogurt and, container. Or old cookie yeah, bins. Yeah, yeah. That's the oh, thing. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. go to you go to like an auntie's house and there's like those Danish cookies bins. Oh, out, the blue one? Like, the blue metal ah. one? That's yeah, yeah, for sewing. Go, that's yeah, for sewing. You open yeah. it, it's just like no. sewing. Yeah, it's sewing. That's for sewing. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, our sewing kit. That's, that's our yeah, sewing yeah. kit. That's our sewing kit. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just, it is funny because I think of that too. I have, it's just not in my brain to think of buying organizational bins or holders or things like that. So I think as just how I'm kind of a, like a messy person people who have been to the iheart office back when it was running my desk looked like some kind of fucking hoarders like nightmare but i'm, I'm I will learning organize it now. your office for you i literally love it like it's like i think a new addiction because if it, it's fun to organize you, really also, percentage when you're organizing what percentage of the stuff are you throwing away my high oh what i'm oh, throwing away yeah, okay, uh, is my high <laughs> how high are you and what percentage of the stuff are you so throwing high. away? <laughs> well so like i'll I'm trying not to throw away too much because that's the part I think will become annoying. Like literally I'm like, my boyfriend be like, it's fine, do whatever. So I just try to reorganize, but I already moved in. So a lot of my stuff is gone. Uh, So it really is just rearranging. And I think that part, I love it because sometimes until you move, you don't realize that what the flow is going to be. So I've had to shuffle where the keys go, like maybe four times. And that is probably annoying, but um, you know, my boyfriend's a saint and he, he acts like he doesn't mind. I hope. I hope he still loves me. But I'm sure he does. You're lovable. I mean, but you, are you saying that they've also improved the container game? Like it's no longer like the the containers that you can get are are better than they used to be. Yeah, I think so. I think they realized we were using Tupperware and repurposing like old yeah. like you know boxes and shit. Like I used to put my magazine in an old Amazon box, like cut in half and. Yeah. Now it's like you you know you don't have to spend a lot you can just a couple of bucks and get these like nice yeah. plastic bins that stack and or my mom she'll put fucking wrapping paper like nice wrapping paper on other boxes to turn them up yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my mom has this closet nice. of yeah. old boxes like literally I'm yeah, like we yeah, don't yeah. need this it's like stores that are out of business like she says boxes for she's like what do yeah. you mean we don't need this May Company box anymore <laughs> so I feel like the one time we made a real run at getting organized my wife and I are both very disorganized people and really the, yeah yeah oh I thought your wife was like the the opposites attract thing like no 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 we are wow. like identicals attract in, I love that. in that respect because her majesty mess. looks at me and is disgusted sometimes <laughs> yeah no that's a it's it's truly like we we were like, should we really get really? married? This is this is going to be a problem. <laughs> like, we really love each other, but this is going to be a problem because we are oh, identical, wow. like identically uh, ADD, messy people. And we've made it work so far, but we've like made multiple runs at getting organized. And sometimes it like the the last time we did it like via a container store approach, the stuff just kind of looked like shit and ended mm. up kind of all over the place. We just had a messy house with containers in there. Yeah, you yeah. got to go not too, because I used to be like too ambitious and be like, I'm going to do the whole yeah. room. And then you start doing it and then nothing matches. But yeah. Yeah. with the little thing, you start small, like you you organize the desk and then you you get like, you know, oh, and now I have confidence. I could do the kitchen. I could do the bathroom. And then pretty soon it's like the insides are good. So you can then the outsides follow. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Such is life. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. Zeit Gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And so speaking of messy ass people, <laughs> Joe Biden <laughs> oh, man. apparently hey, good company. had some secret files lying around in his fucking garage. <laughs> his goddamn garage. <laughs> not great, Joe. Not great. Not great. Not, but hey, look. not helping. Did uh what so what how many how many how many secret files did this old man have too? I don't fucking know at this point, man. I know yeah. I know that that is in this story, that fact. I I just I don't well, know. Well, there was like one document in like they're like all over the place in this place and this place. And like I think there's only one in the garage, but at the end of the day, you're like, it's a fucking bad look. If you're trying to bang the drum and be <laughs> like, Man, how dare you have these top secret documents? And they're like, Oh, hello, motherfucker. You got them scattered around your shit, too. 
Is this Although, being done by different. like some rogue Trump appointee or this is just them being so self-serious about their ass coverage? The U.S. attorney who got Merrick, Gar- who basically recommended to Merrick Garland to appoint a special counsel to look into Biden's document problem is a Trump appointee. Okay. So there's that. But yeah. I'd imagine, too, if you're actually on some level, this is just what happens, right? Like if you're going to try yeah. and get Trump on this shit, you at the very least want to say, well, we did an exhaustive investigation into Biden and we did, there's a you know declination to yeah. prosecute. And but he also did ended. like as dumb as it was, they like immediately cooperated, right? I mean, there's like, like, yeah, Trump yeah, was yeah. like no, no, I don't have them. Don't come in. Oh, you came in. Ah, oh, it's planted. Like it's 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 grandpa was microwaving his shoes. Again, yes, exactly. Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, shit. Really, Joe? <laughs> Uh, when right. he was pressed as to why these documents were stored beside his Corvette, he claimed it was a, <laughs> quote, locked garage. It's not like they're sitting out on the street. Okay, Grandpa. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. Oh, man. Wait and then the <laughs> said he was going to, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. <laughs> it's just like so... Uh, very enthusiastic while like not having any idea where he is. Like yeah. he's very serious about what he's saying and has no clue where he is. One hundred. It makes me wonder though. It does. It does. I. This is the thing that I feel like maybe there's a, the Republican agenda is just to sow doubt in general. Because whether or not Biden cooperates, it doesn't matter now. We're like, oh, if this could happen, what else is out there? And then you start questioning the government, which we already are like. You after watching the whole McCarthy thing, it's like you guys don't know how to do things. You're supposed to know how to well, do things, and so now it's really easy to, for yeah. them to just plant like like this whole thing's falling apart, and uh, you know like you don't know documents can get yeah. out. What else can get out? Your address. You personally are going to be doxxed by Russia or whatever. They're just going to like freak everyone out. There's it's just funny too because like there there CNN went all in on monday when this story first broke okay so msnbc did about 14 minutes of coverage you get that because they're the (laughs) lib channel and they don't want to really be like joe byron is senile and then fox news 29 minutes of coverage they only did 29 minutes of coverage and cnn an hour and 47 minutes of coverage to the story a like, feature-length film wow. of yeah, coverage. of coverage. <laughs> and you're like, wow, look who the new right-wing darling is on the cable news block. Like, mm-hmm. they, it's so funny. You're like, we need to really balance this out. It's like, bro, you're going harder on this than Fox News? Okay. It, I mean, It is you. a very CNN-ass thing to do. Like, they've been so yeah, be like, focused on being like, we got to cover both handed. sides. And, even like, any time the Democrats fuck up, we got to go extra hard. I mean, it's the whole media. It's, like, the way that the game is rigged is you know the quote-unquote center left media is actually like the most focused on being like right fair and balanced yeah and, you know complete horseshit and then fair and balanced to everything that's not the left well because yeah. it makes it really easy for the cuckoos to really pull the other side further because if you're all about the center all they have to do is like become a real yeah. outlier and you're like i guess i gotta move too but it's like no no you can ignore the outliers like the yeah. cuckoos are saying this to move the needle, not to because they can't believe. In yeah, well, they still keep falling for it. They're like, yeah. no, we can also be fucking vile. Also, please. <laughs> for clicks. Let's check back in with. Uh, what is it? It's EA because it is effective, effective altruism. altruism. Yes. 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 
Is this the Sam Bankman Freed thing? Yeah, he I mean, made he it was a, and or for the forefront. Yeah, he was their their biggest donor. But it's like this mm-hmm. philosophical school that is secretly a fucking hedge fund, basically. And they're all about donating money to the most effective means for making the world, the most people, the happiest. And it started mm-hmm. with this philosopher who was like, we should focus on finding as much money as we can to donate to countries that like need bed nets to stop the spread of malaria and shit like that. And then he, because he was like, and therefore I'm going to start hanging out with VC people, like venture capital people. Suddenly after like a, a decade of hanging out with venture capital people, it becomes this thing of like, actually we shouldn't sp- send that much money to foreign countries. Instead, we should be focusing on like artificial intelligence and yeah. all these things that can like make people money and the just just complete bullshit and planetary like, exploration man yeah exactly and when when you do a deep dive into what the philosophy has become it is it has like eugenics in it like it has yeah like, there's a value system to humanity. there's a yeah where the people in poor countries they're like yeah but see their output is not that great. It doesn't create that much yeah. uh, good for humanity in the long run. And therefore, we don't have to focus on helping the people in the poor countries because they're essentially their lives aren't worth as much. Right. Hey, yeah. Uh, pull up the KPIs on Myanmar yeah. real quick. Yeah. It like creates that otherness. I feel like because it's like, I mean, Hollywood does the kind of stuff a lot, but it's a little more like transparent, but just the whole like, we want to help as long as we're it's clear that we're helping someone much more unfortunate than ourselves. There's never really this acknowledgement that's like, we're all people that could one day need help or maybe today need help. Like you could need help and still be helping someone. Those two things can happen at the same time, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's I have um, the most money and I'm smart. So let me, let me tell you how to fix it. Exactly. And this guy, Nick Bostrom, that's, this is the philosopher who's like, you know, sort of at the forefront of this. And he also, he's not the main one, but he is, he's he's the one that like was Sam Bankman Fried had a lot of influence over this like movement. And he's also the guy who really made the idea that like, this is a simulation, man. That's his big thing. But earlier this week, he said he wanted to get ahead of a potential smear campaign because he caught wind of somebody looking into an old (laughs) email listserv that like for sci-fi fans he was like involved in in the 90s and he's ahead like, of a smear campaign that sounds yeah. like oh shit i did i forgot to delete he's like shit. fuck it let me just tell you i was racist before this guardian piece does oh so what he said is you know he talks about this thing is like this listserv in the mid 90s quote where people had conversations about science fiction science fiction future technology society and all sorts of random things i was it was not moderated so the noise level was very high occasional interesting uh-huh. ideas but also large quantities of silly mistaken or outright offense or outright offense outright stuff outright outright yeah. offense <laughs> sorry a bit of a freudian sleep i said freudian <laughs> sleeve uh, Freudian uh-huh. slip. Uh-huh. So this is one of the, this is like an excerpt from one of these emails that he posted that he's saying, look, I'm just going to be upfront with y'all. This is some shit that I said. Uh, quote, I have always liked the uncompromisingly objective way of thinking and speaking. Oh my God, shut up already. Um, the more counterintuitive and re- repugnant a formulation, the more it appeals to me, given that it is logically correct. Take, for example, the following sentence. Blacks are more stupid than whites. I like that sentence, and I think it is true. But recently, I've begun to believe that I won't have much success with most people if I speak like that. They would think that I were a 
racist, that I disliked black people and thought it is fair if blacks are treated badly. I don't. It's just that based on what I have read, I think it is probable that black people have a lower average IQ than mankind in general. I may be wrong about the facts, but it is what the sentence means for me. For most people, however, the sentence seems to be synonymous with I hate those bloody N words. And he didn't redact that in his fucking thing. He just he just said, look, there's hard R bombs coming oh out. Oh, my you. God. Yeah. And he goes on with this like weird fucking defense of like this, you know, I'm sorry, my words offend you. It's like the early I'm yeah, sorry yeah. If my facts offend you shit. But he says, quote, my point is that while speaking with the provocativeness of unabashed objectivity would be appreciated by me and many other persons on this list, it may be a less effective strategy in communicating with some people, some of the people, quote, out there. Uh I think it's laudable if you accustom people to the offensiveness of truth, but be prepared that you may suffer some personal damage. Oh my God, he's talking like, you know, when someone's trying to write an essay and bullshitting about a topic they have no idea about, but they need the word count. Yeah. I'm like, this essay would get poor marks. Like, yeah. Hey, look, man, facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. That's what it is. Was that that last paragraph, my point is that while speaking with the was that that was part of his original post? Yeah. Okay. So he's kind of doing that thing where he's like, no, if you don't agree with like, he's like, if you don't agree with me, and I know you probably don't, um, you're just on the other side of dumb. And so like, you really can't, there's not even a real yeah, argument. He's like, he's you like, got to see this is the thing. Um, the yeah. fucking world doesn't want to accept that black people are just dumb. Right. And there's so no, but he's not even leaving room for discord. I mean, like, not that it should be, but like, it's like a manipulation tactic because he's kind of being like here's something but if you don't believe it which i know you probably don't you're also dumb and you're like that i mean at the end of the day it's for all these people to like circle jerk and be like we're the fucking smartest dudes and i'm sorry that we're seeing through the fucking matrix like that but he goes on to say this is this is his follow-up so after that excerpt he says quote i completely repudiate this disgusting email from 26 years ago it does Mm -hmm. not accurately Mm -hmm. represent my views then or now this is the funny part the oh invocation God. of a racial slur was repulsive. Uh-huh. I immediately apologized. That's how, yeah. what he said? Yeah. Invocation uh-huh. of a, we're not a church, motherfucker. What the invocation. Fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this? So it, I think, again, he then he does the other thing of the, I'm not a racist white guy by then track, like going down about, look at all this money I've given to oh the bloody pores and Negroes out there. And then at the end of the day, he doesn't really apologize for his use of the N word or even this stupid ass way of thinking. He's yeah. not even he just uh, he just goes about, oh, I sorry, I invoked a racial slur. Yeah. So talk about the bullshit thing that you were saying and explain why it's incorrect. If this is part of your fucking like uh, apology. And also that exact thing is a big part of effective altruism. Like the profiles that you read about it, they spend a lot of time being like, how do we communicate our God-level genius ideas to outside people without offending them? So this is like already what he's talking about when he's talking about effective altruism. Like effective altruism is just like at its core, you know, just rot. It's like savior complex. It's It's like we know how to help you, just let us. And it's like, help yourself, dude. This is what he says though too later on. He's like, when he tries to kind of dance around the fact that he's saying this racist nonsense, he's, they're like, he goes, what about eugenics? Do I support eugenics? No, not as the term is commonly understood. Oh, my God. Oh, whoops. Yeah. What? See, uh, but anyway, this is, Ugh. again, these are like the minds that are at the forefront 
of like trying to shape what they think fucking the next iteration of our world and society can be, which is basically facts and figures. Oh, I'm sorry. You live in this. If you live in the global South, I hope your output's good. Otherwise, you're a non-participant in life. Yeah. Jeez. I think we should stop uh, like letting rich people show receipts to show how quote unquote good they are. Like, I think the new standard should be how many poor people have given you money because then it's like, you're probably cool with poor people. Like, right. you know, because <laughs> if you're just, I mean, if you're rich and you're just like making money in a bad way and you're giving people money, it's like, that tells me nothing. That tells me yeah. that you have a lot of money and mm-hmm. that you feel guilty. I'm yeah. not saying don't donate. Like, hey, anyone listen to this, if you want to guiltily donate, keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, But you just you think should. about how much you're also willing to, how, how often you're willing to accept help. And Definitely that will, donate, just don't donate through ethical... Uh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, effect uh, about whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think we need to all give and receive in life in the way that you know, like, I'm not saying I like, hate this sixty nine position, but I'm just saying like, think about life like sixty nine. You know, like if you're only ever giving, yeah. you're not really giving. You're like yeah. you're making up for some shit, right? You yeah. gotta feel like you can ask for help because sixty nine better earth. than yeah. sixty nine. The 69 earth, sixty nine, yeah. your fellow humans yeah, yeah, 69 yeah, yeah. your life <laughs> yeah thank you i love this ted talk Teresa. That is thank beautiful you. thank you 69 your life <laughs> all right let's take a quick break we'll be right back happy pride from tomboy x celebrating pride and the queer community all year queer founded queer run and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin tomboy x just dropped their pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6x visit tomboyx.com you like to watch new stuff right Zygang? i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And real quickly, we got to talk about the storms in California that have been happening for the last two weeks are probably going to continue in the next, at least the next couple of days or over the weekend. Yeah, we got, we got there's like two more storms coming. Yeah. Dang. 19 people have died already. It's bad. Yeah. And billion the, dollars worth of damage. Is it atmospheric river? Yeah. An atmospheric s- river. That turned into a cyclone bomb. Is yeah. what we have, which is basically just saying, oh, yeah, here's we're just going to empty a bunch of water on this part of the earth right. for fucking days Dang. at a time. Yeah. And it's like a, they I, they told us this was coming or like about within the last 12 months. They were like California, because of climate change, is going to start seeing these once every millennial millennium storms happening on a regular basis. Mm. They're going to be flooded like constantly, right. re- repeatedly. And yeah. It's because of climate change. So you would think that as once the disaster arrives, that's how it would be covered. Yeah. I mean, most people saw the footage and were like, that looks not good at all, which would then probably lead a person to say, why this happened? And then that's usually when the news would inform you of what is happening in the world around you. Uh, but sadly, during the first few days of the, the storm in California, there was barely any mention of climate change. Media Matters did an analysis of the news coverage on TV and found, quote, found that with one exception, cable news networks, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and national broadcast networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, failed to link these events to our warming climate. Yep. Cable, aye, aye, they aye. said, CNN, Fox, MSNBC aired a total of 33 combined segments on the California rain. CNN covered the storms the most with 24 segments, followed by Fox, A, blah, blah, blah. CNN was the only one to mention climate change but that was only because they were interviewing san francisco mayor london breed who who brought up the term climate change it wasn't them saying it they were talking to somebody in california like yeah man well climate change and our and like these kinds of things these this is sort of the world we're having to prepare for unless we do something urgently are you saying uh uh, the news uh on tv an industry much sponsored by yeah advertisers that add to climate change may be maybe 100 uh, percent no subtlety to this one yeah (laughs) no subtlety to this one it's just it's it's just really it's just the wild thing though is this like this weird habit of the media uh, you know funders aside Mm -hmm. is that they treat climate change like a seasonal thing like it's like Mm -hmm. christmas time oh it's climate change time like this shit has been (laughs) happening all over the world all the time like yeah it's still going on pick any given season like earth season and i'm telling you there's some wild shit happening somewhere somewhere where the the heat is like you've never seen the in in europe they were like all the people were like our ski season's fucked because it's so fucking hot over here like yeah what do you think the fuck that is and that's what i think is really alarming too is because most people are like you know aren't critically ingesting the news that we're just defaulting to this thing it's like damn bad storms again huh not 
damn, the clock is fucking ticking on this place. And we have to get shit done. And I get it, because obviously that's, you know, it's about maintaining the status quo on that. But shit. Yeah. Fucking disheartening. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So HBO Max prices are going up, as are a bunch of the streaming prices. HBO Max is going to cost an extra dollar. So it's going from fourteen ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine per month in February. That's as much as an egg costs right. now at Whole Foods, though. Yeah. I know. Fucking egg. What the? Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But this whole model, like, the, this isn't new. This isn't new in streaming. It's not new elsewhere. Like, that, it, like, where, where cellular plans, TV, and any subscription model. Cellular. I like that. Oh, man. We don't call it yeah. mobile now. We call it mobile. mobile. I call I, it yeah. cellular. Yeah, hell yeah. It's like get on that cellular telephone. Yeah. Get on that cell phone. But <laughs> they get you in the door, and then once you're there, they and auto-renewing and no longer paying attention, they just, like, ramp up the price to some ungodly number, and then you turn around in 18 months, and you're like, wait, why am I poor? Oh, because my ESPN Plus account, like, <laughs> went up to $100. You know, like, what, right, right, right. whatever the fuck it is. The I, I feel like it's all part of this... They've built this world of just information pollution where, like, mm -hmm. we're just so snowed under by so much different shit. And they're mm -hmm. just, they're counting on that in some ways where they're just like, everybody's fucking helpless to keep track of all of the things they need to keep track of. And so you just get buried in all this noise. Like our email inboxes are like dominated. Chris Yamaguchi man <laughs> put it uh, on Twitter a few weeks ago. He was like, "My email inbox is ninety percent places that I bought a shirt from seven years ago." Oh my that god! Just, that's you know, hilarious. like they they've just completely and like that. That's how the way it is with like news. There's like so much news coming in. Like only some of it we have to give a shit about, but they've like gamified all of it. So now you're like on the winning team or the losing team and just like bombarded to the point of exhaustion. So at any given moment, it's just like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like, what, yeah. what am I going to do? That is interesting. Cause yeah. Like until you said that, I hadn't really like thought about how streaming it used to be like, you know, HBO is more like, like narrative, like cinematic, but now everything has a mix of sports news, like real time coverage, documentaries, funny comedies or whatever. Like it's, right. it's all like everything's everywhere and so all at, you all at once you can't just all at once yeah but you can't like you can't just be like oh like you know let me just consume like you know nonfiction because it's like where, where do you go for that even like right. the old school not like nat geo discovery all that is doing that all those places are doing um fun reality and whatever now yeah. so it's like they've abandoned the learning channel is now yeah. about watching toxic abusive relationships know, and you're like huh yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is just kind of it, it. Like someone recently put a graphic up of like, if you add up all the streaming shit, they're like, you're paying more than cable. Yeah, at this you know, point, like, you are. We've crossed. We've 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 reached that point where it's like, there's too many damn services, and if you want to keep up with all of like the mainstream media like offerings out there for TV and shit, you're spending way more money now, and you and you lose track because I think it's really it's kind of brilliant because you're like, oh, that's just only six ninety nine. Okay, I'll get that one. Oh, that one's seven ninety nine, and then you look, you're like, "Hold on, man, I'm paying yeah. fucking what the fuck am I doing right now?" Yeah. Do you think like it's possible? Because when Steve Jobs made like the iTunes Store, at first we were like, "There's no way," 
But now you buy music a la carte. And I remember thinking like, I would not do that. Do you think right. there's a world in our re- near future where we like get rid of like the big conglomerates and we're buying programs like, you know, like books, books can be sold in all bookstores. Why do we right. need to watch? It seems like, like subscribe to a whole streaming platform. It seems like most people in like in the industry think that it's going to turn into a singularity again, like cable, mm-hmm. like they're going to find a way to package all this shit together. And it's not going to be because that you stand to lose money if you allow people to yeah. buy things a la carte. That's why, That's, like, sometimes well, you, if as you want, an advertiser, but not as a or as a platform but not as a creator like sure sure oh absolutely but then that's a complete that's like that's a business model that would completely upend the predatory nature of how like people are compensated in in, in the industry i'd say but i think like with mm-hmm. how like you know you, you think of how like a cable company is like i want i just want the internet they're like well you're gonna get this phone and cable too yeah right you're like what can i just get the other thing it's like no no this is how we help you try and like incentivize you to add more shit on and stay within our ecosystem so you end up being like a higher margin consumer, which is what this shit is all about, is creating high margin consumers. It's right. not just streaming too. like all like um, I bought Microsoft Office because I had to up- update it. And then they offered me a free year of Uber one. I'm like, what? How are these things related? <laughs> and But Uber, all these Lyft Plus, yeah. Postmates, they're like, you want to watch the big game? How about three months of free delivery? And it's like, I kind what? of understand how they're related in that we're all people who are who have to use these big companies because they're like basically monopolies but i'm like why are they all teaming up to take our money like yeah yeah what happened to the competition making the product better nah nah nah, nah, nah. It's all... how can we squeeze the fucking life out of you with all these yeah. add-ons and shit i'll be an uber one like one person like if anyone needs a delivery text me i will whatever rate be it well, if i'm free i will deliver it to your house <laughs> I just just for the love of wanting to take down these big companies. Okay, let's all just, just start delivering. Just you for against friends. Uber. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> send me so an address true, on though. Big there's, there's no differentiation. It's just all one big like gray. Yeah. It's like Play-Doh after you like put all the Play-Doh together and it just becomes gray. <laughs> it's like that's what you just live in this yeah. weird gray Play-Doh yeah. blob and everything's the same. And it's all providing the same service, and it's all bad. And God, yeah, what a nightmare. Well, look, they're like I said, they're all struggling for cash right now. So, mm-hmm. I, and I could care less about continue. the corporation struggling, Str- Miles. Oh, Joe. I yeah, just let's get rid of you. the big executive. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. By- Bob Iger just told all the Disney folks, "You're back in the office four days a week. Bobby's yeah. back." Uh, I think we get yeah, rid of yeah. all the C level jobs and all, yeah. you know, they're, all, they're the ones being like, nobody wants to work. Useless. All of them are unemployed, no income. They have enough savings to just go on vacation for a little bit. Yeah, and stop. then when they come back, they can work for us. You know, they, that I think is the plan. That's the way forward. Well, we just need to send them all to that tropical island that Larry Summers is on, like waxing philosophical <laughs> about the future of the fucking economy. <laughs> And just put them on a closed circuit TV that only they can see. And they're just like doing interviews back and forth, like ta- talking about their <laughs> speculation. And then we're back here burning down their whole, this whole fucking mess that they've created. Cause it, it really, it's really yeah. like any sort of human interaction has been removed as like, yeah. uh, we're, we're creating a frictionless consumer environment. And 
That's like nah. I literally yeah. called my health insurance today because I got an email that it, it was canceled. I'm getting a refund. It turned out that I had switched it without realizing. But when I called the person on the phone who was just doing her job, she doesn't know, but she was like, oh, I think we've been getting a lot of calls like this. Um, I think what Blue Cross has been doing is we uh, they've been canceling people's numbers just because they want to give people a new member ID. So they'll refund and then people can't pay their bills because they don't know their member ID. So you probably have this. Let me look into it. Turns out it wasn't that. So I don't even know if she was lying and just, you know, saying that. Right. But I'm like, that's bad. Like, yeah. why is that happening? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, but you should. Like, right. you're the person people call. They because should tell you. American <laughs> consumers and American corporations are in the most toxic relationship. Yeah. It's just like, they're like, I'm going to treat you like shit. And then you're going to have to like, just come back to me. And then I'm going to treat you like shit again and give mm -hmm. you the worst excuse or no excuse. And you're going to keep taking it because there's nothing you can do. That's really sounds great. It's mean. Sounds like something that you'd see on yeah, TLC. Sign me up. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something you'd see on what? On TLC. Actually. Yeah, you see, exactly. see relationships exactly like that on 90 yeah. Day Fiance. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Teresa, such a pleasure having you as always. Yeah, Where can people find you, follow Aww. you? Oh, thank you. This is so fun. I love coming on the show. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Teresa Lee Bot. I'm still weirdly on Twitter, but I'm not going to plug my Twitter. I'm just going to be there till the whole strip stinks. Um, and if you're around in LA, I'm hosting, uh, Miles mentioned this, but um, Genre Cram. It's like a 24-hour sketch cram show, but we're doing it with genres at UCB on Saturday. Basically, we're all going to write rehearse and produce and put on the show within 24 hours and they're all name some of the people kinda... name some of the people yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay, we got jamie Loftus, we got what? james III, we got jerome milligan if we, i yep. convinced all these people who like have pr like real writing credits to like come to my apartment and like stay up and write a show so i'm i'm pretty pumped oh. uh yeah it's, it's great bab's great Tess barker um you guys can see Love the whole the whole lineup yeah ucbcomedy.com it's called genre cram and listen to my podcast you can tell me anything amazing still gotta get you guys on and yeah you know whenever you're damn what kind of secrets not 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 busy i would love to have you guys on awesome i feel like every time i come here and plug it i'm like i want to be like yeah there's enough and they're like fuck what do you mean <laughs> there's no <episode. laughs> oh <laughs> but not because not because there shouldn't be there should be yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to quote this one from at Katie Hannon. I don't know the person. I just saw it posted. As a therapist, I can say confidently that while therapy is helpful, what most people really need is money. Appreciate <laughs> that tweet a lot. For real. Yeah. I'm shout out this TikTok just because uh, it made me smile. It's like not necessarily funny, but um, Ashley Murray, who plays Josie on Riverdale. Not, I'm not a big fan of Riverdale, I just saw this, but this guy on New Year's Eve was like showing a true mirror at some party and she, someone got her reaction looking into this true mirror and it's a really cool video to watch because she, I think she posts on her Instagram too, but she like really lights up as she's realizing like, this is what people see and her eyes like light up because he's like, yeah, this is when you look into someone's eyes, like you can see the light, but usually in the mirror, you don't see that because it's not reflected and you watch her whole face like, oh my God, like really and she like lights up realizing that she lights people up and it's mm. a really sweet video oh that's awesome miles where can people yes. find you what's a tweet you've been enjoying oh find me on twitter and instagram uh at miles of gray and uh also check jack and i out on our other podcast miles and jack, miles and jack Matt Matt boosties uh fantastic basketball podcast and also like i was talking about if you want to talk about the trash on tlc 
Check me and Sophia Alexander out on 420 Day Fiance. Let's see. I really just like, oh, oh, there, this one's from Winter Mitchell at Winter, which uh, Winter Mitchell tweeted, the Coachella lineup release all, always signaled a key moment in my 20s where I'd buy fast fashion, new makeup, and launch a three-month full-scale skin, body, and metaphysical journey to combat thigh sweat on the grounds. I miss <laughs> that rush. Uh, it really used to be something. And this one is from Grayson Allen Enjoyer. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, what's the Bucks coach name? Mike Buddenhall or something like that? Yeah, uh, Mike Buddenhall. <laughs> Budenholzer or something? Boone, hey, they call yeah. him Bud. You know, Bud. Yeah, Bud. Yeah, this man took a sip of a Dasani at a press conference and his face melted. And hey. I just love this video because there's Bud's reaction to drinking Dasani. The water should be illegal. And some of y'all can't see this, but he's going to take a sip of Dasani. He's like looking off and he's like, yo, what the fuck did I just drink? <laughs> And he looks at some and goes, nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. Uh, wow. uh, I, heard, I think he has a beef with Dasani. I think some of the people are saying in the comments. But, you know. Oh, really? The, the Dasani yeah, that hate seemed lives. like he was being messy on purpose. Some people were like, it almost feels like he was, uh, you know, like he had the reaction before he actually had a chance to taste it. Look, I'm a Dasani <sighs> king. I, I, I know you're Dasani, a Dasani. Especially a nice cold one like that. Oh, so, you see the condensation. Hey, fuck, fuck bottled water in general. You can drink tap water for in most places, unless yeah, you yeah. can't because the government has failed you. But it's definitely not as bad as he just made it seem. Uh, let's see a tweet I've been enjoying. Uh, another shout out to Christy Yamaguchi, Maine at Waffle House. Tweeted: Gwen Stefani is now the age Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old is he now? Like fifty something. I think he was like in his forties. Wow! Oh no, because Gwen Stefani's like in her fifties now. Oh, okay. So she's fifty-three. Wow, 53. man, that's yeah, how you yeah. look. At, look, what a difference—a uh, lifetime of being that girl makes. And then Gaz tweeted: Cheerleaders should start doing sad interpretive dance when their team is losing. And I think oh, that's I would like that. Oh, wait, hold on. Gwen Stefani says she was. Hold on, bro. I can't handle this. Gwen Stefani faces criticism over I'm Japanese comment in a Lure magazine interview because she's trying to defend that Harajuku oh. girl shit. Oh, oh shit. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I don't know. Maybe there's something else going on, there, but I just saw that. Probably not. Uh, Miles, yeah, it's probably, probably what you not. think. It, <laughs> it's probably exactly what you think. Most yeah. people don't care about it. It's like Katy Perry appropriate. It wasn't Geisha. No, nobody cares. Right, right, right. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy, Miles. What song do we think people might enjoy? Oh, man. Going to the weekend with this track is called Hot Flavor by Hadia George. You may have heard this track. I think it's pretty popular right now. Uh, but this is the God Mode uh, what the fuck is this? Super Smash Remix or something? Hold on, let me make sure I've, I have the full title. Uh, yes, it's the it's the God Mode Smash Bros Remix. And yo, Hadia George is dope. Uh, she's from Atlanta. I think she's from Atlanta. Definitely from Georgia. Uh, and like singer, rapper, and this track is like nice, like sort of 
kind of laid back beat and she's kind of her flow on it gets kind of a little more intense and like the message gets a little more aggressive i really like it so check this out hot flavor by padilla george the super smash bros remix all right well we will link off to that in the footnotes the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is gonna do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what's trending and we'll talk to you all then bye bye there's a shortcut to platinum status at shell to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day just fill up six times with shell v power nitro plus premium gasoline and it's yours plus you'll rejuvenate your engine get ready to level up performance rewards and savings with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per Phillip at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.